Welcome back to the Going Vegan Podcast. This is your host, Dan. Thank you so much for joining me again. Really appreciate it. I want to start this episode by thanking everyone who's listening to the podcast since I've started this just a little over two months ago. Uh, When I first started this podcast, I wasn't sure what the response would be if people wanted to hear other people's vegan stories. I really thought this was something that uh, would appeal to a large group of people, but didn't really know what the response would be like. And like I've said a few times, I don't have a great way to measure what success for this podcast really means. It's sort of one of those weird things in life where... um, there is no real benchmark that you're shooting for. So for me, if there are a couple people who are listening, which there are more than a couple of you out there who have listened to every episode, and I really appreciate this, the numbers are beyond what I thought they would be. So please continue sharing with your friends, tell them about what we are doing, trying to spread the word, make this lifestyle more accessible to more people, and bring them into the tent a little bit. And the featured interview today with Stephanie from Plantspiration is uh, she's trying to do a very similar thing through food. And I I really love her story. It's really inspiring. Uh, She's coming from a place where she was not living a healthy lifestyle and really turned it around uh, based on uh, on adopting a plant-based lifestyle. And you'll hear her talk about that. You'll hear her family's story and how... Um, you know, she was overweight and having some health issues, and it really all started with her daughter coming home and suggesting this plant-based lifestyle, and it has really um, represented a, a turnaround for her entire family, which you'll hear about once we get to the interview. But I think one of the amazing things that Stephanie did is she took that success that she saw her own family having, and she turned it into something that she could then help other people have those same results. And I love the way that she decided to do it was through a nonprofit organization called Plantspiration, which I hope you'll log on to her website at plantspiration.org. Check her out on Instagram at plantspiration. Consider making a $20 donation to become a member. And if this is a lifestyle that you are considering, if you're one of those people who have found this podcast and you are on the fence about following a vegan lifestyle, maybe there are certain um, food items that you don't want to give up or you think that the food is going to be boring. Uh, Stephanie is absolutely somebody that you need to follow because what you'll hear is that she thinks that food is is the way to convert people to a vegan lifestyle, and I completely agree with her. And what she says is, once you get something into their kitchen, it's very easy to turn them into a, a big plant based. So I really I love what she's doing. We have very similar goals in mind. We're trying to broaden the appeal of this, get more people interested, talking about it, a foot in the door. And she's really a great advocate for that cause. And she runs an Instagram account that, frankly, is just fun and inspiring. Lots of good information on there. Lots of Lots of just happiness, which I really think we all could sort of use in the world right now. So check her out at Plantspiration. If you want to get in touch with me, you can always email me, dan at goingveganpodcast.com. You can shoot me a message on Instagram at goingveganpodcast. I'd appreciate it if you would follow me. Let me know what you like about the show. Please consider giving us a five-star rating on the podcast app if you like what we're doing. Help more people find it. Tell your friends. Have them listen to an episode. Thank you so much once again. And here is Stephanie. Hey everyone, this is Dan with the Going Vegan Podcast, back with another featured interview. I'm incredibly fired up for this one. We have Stephanie from Plantspiration. She's joining me. You can find her at plantspiration.org or on Instagram at plantspiration. They offer food for life, nutrition, education, and cooking classes, employee wellness programs, one-on-one sessions and consultations. They work with families, groups, corporate settings to achieve optimum health and wellness. You definitely need to check out Stephanie's Instagram page. I follow it every day. I check out her stories. She's riding her bike. She's blasting music. She's firing people up to come live a plant-based lifestyle. And she's here with us on the Going Vegan podcast to kind of spread some of that positivity and some of that knowledge and uh, talk to us about kind of what she does. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. Dan, thank you so much for having me. What an honor to be on your podcast today. So tell me a little bit about your story because I caught a little bit on your website, which is plantspiration.org. And 
it's a family affair over there. It sounds like, and I have a two young kids and a wife and we're all trying to kind of live this, do this together and uh, best we can as we go. So tell me about your story a little bit. Well, it was about eight years ago. My 15 year old daughter came home and she said she wanted to go vegan, Dan. I was pretty freaked out. She tried to tell me the ethical part of it. And I honestly, I, I could understand, but I was so worried about her health. My husband and I were just freaked out. You're going to die of protein deficiency. Where are you going to get your calcium? Your bones are going to break. I literally told this kid, worst idea you could ever think of. Not going to happen. <laughs> so she, she comes to you when she's 15 with, it's her idea. And you say to her, this is not going to be healthy. You can't do this. No way, no how. You're not going to get enough protein and all, all that fun stuff. And what was the response to that? She was pretty adamant about the animals and I wanted to support her on that, but I was convinced she was going to die. I was like, this is just a dumb idea. This is a stupid fad. I'll buy your um, milk, whatever your special milks and your special foods. You know, I had this whole idea of what it was. She had read about it in a book. Aragon. It was the Aragon book, you know, and uh, one of the characters was very uh, ethical and talked about, you know, what goes on with animals. I supported that, but I was absolutely terrified she was going to die, Dan. I mean, I thought this was going to be it for my kid. Went on the internet to prove her wrong. So I started searching, how long can you live without meat? <laughs> Not only did I find out we could live without it, we could actually thrive without it. So at about 235 pounds, you know, I knew everything about dieting. I've been through every diet that you can imagine. I thought I knew it all. And I came across this Forks Over Knives documentary. And I thought, wow, I'm going to have to watch this. So coincidentally, my husband was uh, recovering from his, what would be our ninth surgery in 11 months. We were sick. We were fat and we were dying. So I said, let's watch the show. I brought the whole family together. At the time, all my kids were in high school. And I said, we're going to watch this. And the impact, Dan, was quite honestly, it scared me, freaked me out. All the emotions that everybody has watching it. Why didn't anybody tell me? What's going on? But the one thing I thought about was, you know, here I am buckling my kids up every day. I made them wear the seatbelt. I made them put their helmet on. I talked to them about stranger danger. I talked to them about drugs. I was doing everything I could to keep my kids safe. And here I'm watching a movie that says I'm bringing in things that are promoting disease every meal. I immediately stopped bringing an animal into the house. It was a little hectic at first with the five of us, but we lost 250 pounds and I reversed a ton of chronic diseases that I was struggling with. I was really sick. A uh, hundred of that was my weight. I had wow. autoimmune disease. I had high blood pressure since the age of 21. I thought this was hereditary issues, you know, that I could never fix. Uh, I could barely walk. I had a handicap sticker, fibromyalgia, diverticulitis, irritable bowel syndrome, fibrocystic breast disease, migraines. Dan, I was a standard American wife eating the standard American diet having the standard American chronic diseases at about 40 years old. That is unbelievable. I, when people go to your Instagram page, I think it'll be, they'll have to go to your website so they can see the transformation. You can see a photo of the family before and the family after, and you can see, I mean, the difference is, it, it's unbelievable. And to paint the picture of sort of the situation in your house, I mean, it's almost funny. It's not funny, but it's almost funny where your, your daughter comes home and she says to you, 
I, I have this idea for what we can do to kind of get healthier. And here you are saying to her, like, you know, the picture that you painted is very funny. So what was the trend? How long was the period of time before when she came home to when you saw sort of Forks Over Knives and when you made this big transition in your life? How did that go? I initially, it took a couple weeks. I was very much in denial. I thought this is just, about, you know, a bunch of crap. But it, the, every time I went to research it and I looked a little deeper, you know, I, I came across, you know, how to look for studies and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I realized, you know, forks over knives, what the hell, these things were in my face. Every time I looked it up, I was seeing that this was true, the studies. So we did this pretty rapidly because we really didn't even know we went vegan. We honestly didn't even know what plant-based was. I was just like, we're going to eat plants and nothing else. So it really is all about who's grocery shopping. So if anybody's listening, I'm talking to the person in charge of bringing that food home. That's, that's primary who's in charge. I couldn't enable the disease, you know? So it started off with a cart full of fruits and vegetables, rice, beans. And luckily my kids were like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm going to have to start cooking my own stuff. I was doing a lot of juicing in the beginning, honestly, just trying to figure out what was going on. The weight came off rapidly for everybody. We were coming out of our rooms every day like, I'm down a pound. <laughs> you know, it started off to be that quick fix too, you know, like I'll lose weight. You know, this is what it's going to be. But I, I've never really told this story, but a couple weeks in, I was suddenly lethargic. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. You know, I'm so tired. I didn't even make the correlation that my blood pressure medication was not necessary at this point. So I go, yeah, I go to the doctor. I'm like, something's happening. Like he thankfully was um, aware of what I had done. And he said, yeah, we can wean you off. This is it. Then I was a little upset. Like, why didn't you tell me? Interesting. If this was all it took for me to get, for me to get better. Right. Why wouldn't you have told me? Yeah. 20 years he was my doctor. And I mean, I kept saying like, what's wrong with me? What's going on? But there it is. So we started off kind of really plain. We learned to cook. One thing I always want to throw out there is I had to tell my kids as hard as it was at their age, I can't control everything, but I can control what I'm doing in the house. Mm -hmm. This worked for us. We've stayed plant-based for eight years and we kept the 250 pounds off. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I really like the story because the documentaries have played a, a large role in a lot of the people that I talk to for this podcast. It's easy to digest. It's two hours, no pun intended. It's right in front of you, right? You can watch it. You can kind of take it in. And then you, hopefully people can do exactly what you did, which is go do your own research and supplement that with things that are important to you because everybody's going to go about this for a different reason, whether it's for the animal rights or whether it's for the, the health reasons or the environmental reasons. You need to go find the thing that kind of speaks to you. And that's going to, that won't only come from a documentary. That might be a great place to start, but you have to do your own work after that and be more intentional like what you were saying where the person who's doing the food shopping, it's frankly, I think it's more fun to shop for a plant-based diet because the variety of the things that you buy, I'm constantly trying new things. And when I think back to what I was eating, you know, my shopping list was so was so boring. It was just, I'm going to get chicken, I'm going to get beef, and then I'm going to grab some fruit and vegetables to throw on the side. And now the op, you know, obviously they're not endless because I'm limiting myself, but within that, you realize the diversity that's out there. The diversity is incredible. I was a meat and potatoes wife. We ate a couple, you know, of the same things. Here's a great story. So if people are going to go check out my before and after pictures of my family, that first picture where we're pretty large, that picture was taken because we had just finished a 30-day Weight Watcher challenge, and we were touting our good health. Wow. 
yeah, before we lost the 250 pounds, I thought, this is it, you guys. Let's get together and take a family photo. We've done it. We've reached our health goal. Wow. Look what plants did. I love it. I want to hear about your shopping list because you kind of brought that up about the, you know, the person who's shopping is controlling what the family's eating and you can't control people doing the grout with their friends or what your kids do or even, you know, even whatever you're doing when you're outside of the house. But inside the house, you obviously have total control over that. So what does your shopping list look like these days? And what are some things that you're picking up maybe that the person listening might not be thinking about? I just kind of been loud in the produce section. I'm always yelling, this is the vegan section. Like, this is where it's at. We can make everything. I can make pizzas, cakes, donuts, burgers, everything in this produce section. You know, you've got your soy, you've got your tempeh. We kind of live over there. Staples are all the fruits and vegetables, green grains, lemons. I hover around the beans, the rice. The lentils on forks over knives. They just kept talking about these things I'd never heard of. You know, lentils, um, bags of rice, this peasant food. I was like, hey, we're going to try it out. It kind of sucked at first. You know, we didn't, un- we couldn't figure out like, where's the flavor until somebody said, use your seasonings. It's what you put on the meat. Oh, okay. So, you know, we just kind of, you know, and then there's the internet, which is a world of information of recipes. So of course my kids were like, mom, you're going to need to like turn it up a notch. We can't just keep eating carrots and hummus. We were looking up plant-based pancakes. You know, they didn't have a lot of alternatives. We didn't have vegan mayo eight years ago. Mm-hmm. We didn't have this seasoned tempeh that tastes like bacon and buffalo wings. But we did find the uh, cauliflower wings on pita. And that's when it really hit us. Like, wow, we can do anything. We were free. It was like magicians in the kitchen suddenly. And I was just following recipes. Easy one. Cheap. Basically, I tell people, you get in that dairy section and you go grab some plant milks. Stop buying the dairy. Stop buying that butter and that cheese. There is a plant-based vegan version of everything. It's a great way to start. Let your kids be in charge of that grocery store. Let them feel like they're really doing something. What's, you know, eat all you want of the strawberries or whatever it is. I let them feel like there was no restriction. And that rule has played throughout how I coach people. There is no restriction. And when you get that in your mind, you realize it's not what you're giving up. It's what you're gaining. That speaks to me a lot. And I think when people go to your Instagram page, check it out. You do have a lot of food that you talk about. You have a lot of recipes that you're making and things like that for people to see kind of the variety of of the things that you're making and what you can eat. And I agree. I mean, eight years ago when you started this, you know, I'm kind of a newbie to this. I've been doing this for, you know, a year or so. And basically the, I, I still feel like the world is my oyster for lack of a better term, I guess I should stop saying that, but I can get kind of all these cheeses. I mean, Vio Life is the one that I'm kind of living on right now, which is just like, I mean, I'm making nachos, I'm making quesadillas. I made, I used their mozzarella to make pizza the other day. And I don't feel like I'm really missing anything. And it's, it's great. I, you can kind of have it all these days. You really can. Yeah. There's no limit. So I'm very whole food, plant-based, no oil. I'm pretty, you know, I'm up there, but I do teach people transition and I'm all for any of that stuff. Um, Depending on what kind of chronic diseases or what I'm dealing with is how I kind of guide people. But yeah, the variety and what's out there, you know, I'm making the best nacho cheese from oats, roasted red peppers, lemons, and a little bit of garlic powder and water. And if the carnivore comes over here, They don't know the difference. I've got to give give the credit to Jill McKeever. She's got the most incredible cheese recipe, Jill's five-minute game changer, so I'll throw that out there. It's the number one thing I get people over here. I don't know if I told you I'm a plant interventionist. Let's hear about it. (laughs) I have a really good way of getting people over here, finding out what they love. You know, you kind of know. If this person's a I can't give up the cheese, I know 
write how to get to them. They eat these things. I just kind of go in and say, listen, I'm going to show you a couple things. You don't have to go do this, but you know, you've been complaining about your chronic diseases. I'm going to show you how easy this is. As soon as they taste the food, it's over. They're like, I'm in it to win it, Stephanie. I want to do this with you. And it's really about that. It's turning people onto the things that they think that they're going to miss because the stereotype is, you know, you're looking at her. I told my daughter, this is dumb. You're going to die. And I thought she had to eat carrots and hummus. No, you guys, this is, I tell people you're going to eat your plants off because it's just nonsense. <laughs> I do. I also, I agree with what you're saying about the spices. I think people under season their food when they start doing this. I did that with hummus. My four-year-old loves making hummus, but he kind of tosses all the things in the food processor with me. And we were like experimenting over time. And it turns out the secret is like five times as much garlic powder as I was previously putting in. <laughs> like oh that's really, God. that's really all it took. So it, I, I agree with you completely. People do under season their food. Um, Talk to me a little bit about the transition to creating Plantspiration, what the whole point of that was, how did you start it, and I'd love to hear the story about that. I love this question. Thank you so much for asking me. So I started, uh, I had to show everybody what I was doing. I mean, for the first time in my life, I was a size I had never been, except for my birth weight. Like, I feel like I'm back to my birth weight right now. I wanted to share with people what I had done. I mean, I've gotten off medications. I'm on a bike suddenly, like a crazy girl. You know, I was thinking about getting a walker. I could barely get up these stairs. Once a day was the, was all I could do. And here I'm doing 100 miles a week. So I'm, I decided I better educate myself on what's going on a little bit, a little more. So I started with the T. Colin Campbell courses through eCornell. And as I was listening, I was fired up. I was so fired up, Dan. I was like, I need to tell the world. I need to make this big. I, you know, people were already changing their diet. People were already reducing their meds. Now I felt like this is inspirational with plants, plantspirational. I said, I'm going to start a business called Plantspiration. And you know what? Let's make it a nonprofit because I think everybody should be able to get this information. And it just started growing and the word started spreading. I fed every neighbor, I think, in my community vegan just to like test out. I feel like I've been interning for like seven, eight years, started the nonprofit, just started getting it going and it didn't stop. People love my story. I could relate to them. I've been overweight. I've been sick, you know, and I've got a family. So I just made my family get on board. I told one kid, make me a website. I told the other one, help me get on Instagram. You know, they showed me how to do it and I just kind of I, I love hearing people say, wow, I feel great, or I had no idea. I'm just uh, winging it as I go. But if you're plant-based now and you know the story, it's hard to keep it to yourself. And I found a way to share it as best as I can. Yeah, I think we're, we're both kind of similar in that way, where my way of doing this was through this podcast and your way of doing it was through, through Plantspiration. I think the goal is the same, which is to let's bring more people into this. And we'll do it a little bit at a time, and we'll do it together, and we'll all figure it out. But you know, if all it takes is a little bit of interest. And I think we're, we're part of this sort of like, some people, it goes both, it go either way with, with people in this, who are following this lifestyle, where some people are not so helpful about bringing people into it. They kind of are angry. They're not already doing it. I just don't quite understand how that helps further the goal that you claim you're trying to follow. 
it's uh, it's an everyday occurrence. I really will be honest. At first, I wasn't so gentle about it. I wasn't so mindful about it. But I started reflecting on myself and realizing, well, wait a minute. I was the same way. I didn't get it. You know, I I have to be understanding of that when I'm speaking to people, and it's working out really well when people see I get it. I hate me too. I'm not shaming. I'm not criticizing. You know. I feel bad. We're addicted. We've been, you know, it's shoved in our face. You know, a lot of people say, oh my gosh, you know, you, you don't need to be shoving it in our face. I said, are you calling up, you know, the anti-tobacco companies and telling them I'm getting real sick of all this awareness? You know, that's kind of how I started looking at it. I mean, if it's bothering you, then I know that you might be interested in it. And I really try to embrace that with people and say, hey, I get it. Let me tell you a little bit about it. You don't have to do it. As soon as you have my nachos, I know you're going to do it. And that's really how it started going. I put a lot of effort into kind of showing people how to do it. And it, it mattered. You know, Richard Simmons would kind of like get in the house. That's how I work. Let me in. Let me show you how easy it is. And that is what holds people back. They don't know what to do at the store. They don't know what to eat. I've talked about that a few times on here with people where people transition to this eating a plant-based diet and they're not eating enough food at the end of the day. So I guess the easiest way to say it, right? They're not eating enough. Number one, I want to say that loud and clear. This is the number one problem I see. People think if we go plant-based that, oh, I'm going to eat a salad. And I had a little smoothie for breakfast. And then by dinner time, they're ravished. They haven't gotten nearly enough calories, which means you're not getting enough protein. You're not getting enough nutrients, which you can obtain easily in this balanced whole food plant-based diet. So you are absolutely right. And that's why I started saying to people, I want you to eat your plants off. I know this is a hard concept. I mean, we've been living in a world where we're carb restricting, restricting, you know, counting calories and measuring and weighing and points, like get out of that mindset and eat everything that you can that you love. And then I kind of wean people into the right direction for optimum performance, I guess, with their life. Tell me a little bit about the Cornell course, because I had Earl Weinstein on for an episode where he took the same course and he follows a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And he talked about it a little bit, but I've heard a couple people talk about it a bit. So I'd love to hear kind of your take on it and what, just if you can talk about it for a minute, that'd be great. It was eye-opening. I mean, it started off right in the beginning talking about the government involvement, you know, lobbying, meat and dairy. The connection was very super clear. Then it, you know, it taught me how to research. It taught me how to, you know, see how the studies were funny. Bingo. It was like I could now articulate to people, this is how you can find the proper information. And then it really just kind of talked about the 20-year China study, the correlation of, you know, T. Colin Campbell realizing you know, not only are we reducing and shrinking tumors and turning, you know, cancer cells off with plant protein, when we put that animal protein back on, we can see these tumors in the cancer grow. Like the 60 labs that he sent it to worldwide, like there is no denying the power of plants for our health and the chronic disease correlation. There's a picture of me with a megaphone after I finished the course, like now everybody gets to hear about it. (laughs) <laughs> so when people come to Plantspiration, what are some of the things that they'll find that you're doing? What are some of the initiatives you have going on there? I know you have some classes that you do. You have some videos that you do of you in the kitchen. What, is, what can people expect to find there? Well, I am a food for life instructor with the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, which is just absolutely incredible. This is uh, 10% of the applicants only get accepted around the world. We're hugely vetted. This was like the street creds for, I'm going to teach you how to do it. So they gave me this incredible curriculum I get to teach, community-based nutrition education and cooking program. So every week, 
I've been doing these online cooking classes. I share three recipes, you know, all the science, the facts, the tips, the tools, the eight years that my family's been doing it. We've got a lot of support tips. I give people tons of support. I let them be in contact. I really, you know, some people can go off and do it. Great. Yay. But some of us, we need the validation. We need the support. We need, you know, people think they're going to hurt themselves by giving up meat. And I have to be there to say, you're all right. You're going to be okay. So I hold the classes. I also have membership for, you know, it's a 501c3 for a tax deductible donation of $20. You can come into my whole food plant-based support group. We've got a lot of people that are, you know, living with a meat eater or their family's not as supportive or they're really not sure how to transition all the way. So we've put a little group together, getting all the clients and people that I work with sharing their own experiences. I do seminars. I do public events where I talk, a retreat, you know, like a summits kind of. I have a really wonderful plant-based nutrition expert doctor and one of a few in reverse of disease as a plantspiration medical advisor, Dr. Ashwani Garg. So I really got some backup in here so I can hone in on when I tell people they've got the support, we've got kind of a group of supporters. And with PCRM, I have a lot of support with them on help. So the support, the tools, the direction, recipes, and I really personalize it for everybody because everyone is different and I know how to kind of tune in in a plant interventionist kind of way. So that's at plantspiration.org. You mentioned PCRM. That's a great segue to the next question that I wanted to ask you, which is that you have a link to a 21-day vegan kickstart on your page. And I'm actually thinking about doing it just to check it out and see what it's about. What's the 21-day vegan kickstart? It's a fantastic way for people to transition. You've got this free app, free recipes, grocery list, videos, educational videos, kind of what's going on. Um, But what I really want to say the most is since 2003, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine started this program. It's evidence-based. We've got a tremendous amount of studies to back up how beneficial this is. And this 21-day Kickstart is a fantastic transition into you know, going whole food plant-based. But what I love the most are these recipes. It's like they had every expert checking on these recipes, keeping them cheap, easy, simple, because at first people start looking through, oh, I need books. And then they get into these recipes with 32,000 ingredients and stuff we've never heard. PCRM, Physicians Committee, made this simplified for everybody. It could be done in dorms. You know, I could cook on a hot plate in my bed and be whole food plant-based. Like this is easy. They make it simple. Um, So that's where that is great just to have the recipes. I mean, if you're looking for pancakes or a burger, you type it in. PCRM has got the recipe and 60 weeks I've taught their classes. And Every week, people are just shocked at how good the food is. I feel so confident as a Food for Life instructor, they made my job easy. I think that's a fantastic place for people to start if they want to kind of have some support and maybe just want to do some research on their own. Download the app, check it out, see what it's about, try it out for a day. The only way to start is one day at a time. Something else you can do. Yeah. And I do free consults too. I mean, I'm really in this to pay it forward to show people. So I offer free consults Monday uh, Monday and Friday for people to call up. Let me get an idea of what you're doing, how you're eating, and how I can best get these people turned on to it. And it's pretty easy, I'll be honest. So I ask everyone who comes on the show when we kind of get towards the end of, end of the interview, and we've kind of been talking about it the entire time because it's kind of what you do. But if you had to sum it up into kind of a nice short soundbite, what do you say to a person who wants to do this or is considering doing it or maybe has tried it and failed before or wants to try again? What do you say to that person? 
don't forget to focus on this is better for you, this is better for the planets, and this is better for the health. It's a win-win-win. This can be done really easy. You can be eating cans of beans. You will find your way, eat your fruits. It, it's not gonna maybe be balanced for you at first, but don't give up. With every bite, we're either feeding the disease or we're fighting it. And you know, if we had crappy gas in our car, we would never go back to that gas station. And our body is, we can't trade it in got one engine and I'm telling you what, I want premium fuel in mind. This is my second chance at life and it's premium fuel all the way. And when people feel that energy and see what I'm doing out here, guys, it's the plants. This is it. This is how I do it. It's, it can be done and I'll help you get there for sure. I'm fired up. I think everyone needs to check out Stephanie's website, plantspiration.org. Definitely check her out on Instagram. She's one of my newest followers at Plantspiration. It's a great combination of food, memes, bike rides, all kinds of fun stuff. And you'll come away fired up. So definitely check that out. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. Dan, it was an honor. It was so wonderful. I'm so glad to be on your podcast and look forward to more awesome work from you. Thank you so much for having me. And you have an awesome evening. Eat your plants off. Stephanie, thanks so much for joining me. So much in there that I think people can take away from that interview. Uh, I really appreciate you joining me. One of the things that I love about doing with this podcast, with interviewing people, is talking to people who have taken this passion for living a plant-based lifestyle and put it into action in, in the form of a business or a nonprofit or an organization or just getting involved in the community and trying to spread the word. And I think Stephanie's doing that in the best possible way with Plantspiration. So I really hope you check out what she's doing at plantspiration.org. Check out her Instagram at plantspiration for some of those great uh, motivational bike ride videos that she posts. And really uh, try to follow her for one of her classes that she teaches uh, on the evenings during the week where she shares some of the recipes from her kitchen and shows you how great we can make vegan food taste. I think we're all sort of doing the similar thing where we're trying to get the word out and trying to appeal to other people and make this sort of a, a larger community and get people more involved in any way that we can. And I'm doing that through the podcast and through telling people's stories. And Stephanie's doing that through food. And I think food really speaks to so many people. So I really think that what she's doing is effective. So please check out what she's doing. Again, if you want to get in touch with me, you can always do that on Instagram at Going Vegan Podcast. You can shoot me an email, dan at goingveganpodcast.com. Would love to hear from you. I want to continue to improve this show. I'm making some investments in the infrastructure of the show to make it the, the audio, audio quality higher, trying to record some interviews, um, improve the quality of the interviews in any way that I can. So please give me some feedback and let me know what you think. What do you like about the show? What can be improved? Do you want to hear more segments? Do you want me to stick to interviews? I'd love to hear some feedback from you. If you like what we're doing, please consider consider rating us on the podcast app on your iPhone. Thank you so much. I will see you soon for the next one.